Hey folks, it's Jason Joyce. It's the 6th of July 2020. You're very welcome and thank you for joining episode 16 of the Jason Joyce podcast. I hope this podcast finds you safe and well and in good form. In today's episode, we're going to discuss one of the two evil twins to success. The two evil twins are procrastination and perfectionism. Procrastinators never start. Perfectionists never finish. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you how a letter to my seven-year-old self was one of the biggest breakthroughs for me in my life, how imperfection is the basic principle for a perfect life, and how to stop shutting on yourself for a better life. Before we kick in, I'd like you to do a brief check-in. Check in with yourself, see how you're feeling, what's going on with you in this moment, at this time. Just become aware and make no judgment. After that brief reflection, it's story time. The Perfectionist. A perfectionist came across an injured hawk huddling for safety in a doorway. He picked it up and examined it. Oh dear, you poor thing, he exclaimed. What sort of bird are you? You're not quite right. He took out a pair of scissors and removed the ugly curve in its upper beak, so it sat neat and even on top of the lower one. Then he clipped and trimmed its swept back wings so they were straight. Finally he took his nail clippers to the hawk's talons and cut them right back to the toes. There, he said, admiring his handiwork, now you look more like a bird ought to look. As usual, I'd encourage you to get a pen and paper and reflect on what insights you got from that story or just even pause this podcast. What message or insights did you get? Insights for me would include that perfectionism is a perception. There's no such thing. What is perfect for you might not be perfect for someone else and vice versa. Also, being perfect takes away your unique qualities that make you you. And by taking them away or trying to hide them or improve them they take away from who you really are your true identity as i mentioned in the intro one of the biggest breakthroughs i've got in my life is around this perception of perfection in 2017 at a personal development course in milan we were discussing how we talked to our younger self our seven-year-old self and we had to write a letter to our seven-year-old self the task was simple Write a letter to your seven-year-old self, giving them some advice on what to do going forward based on where you are and all your experience you've had to date. And I thought this was okay. I was like, all right, this is going to be interesting. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I realized how hard I'd been on myself for them 20 plus years. And I just visualized my older self just beating that seven-year-old self up constantly, verbally, emotionally, Just you're not good enough. You need to do better. And even though the seven-year-old self was trying his best, it it was never good enough. I was constantly putting them down, constantly holding them back, beating self up. And this was a vicious, vicious cycle. And as I started to write down these things, the more emotional I got. And as hard as it was, it was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. I'll give you an example. When we, I was 17, I was playing in a minor final football. As you know, it was one of my, my, my biggest passions. 
and we had a minor eight championship final and we won in Parnell Park. Because it meant so much to me, I was afraid to make a mistake because I wanted that perfect game. And as a result, I was afraid to make a mistake and I went out onto the pitch and I stopped looking for the ball. And if you don't look for the ball, you don't touch the ball. If you don't touch the ball, you don't play the game. And ultimately you fail by default. And it reminds me of that J.K. Rowling quote, which is exactly what happened to me that day. And the quote goes as follows. It is impossible to live without failing at something unless you lived so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you fail by default. Prior to this match, I was scoring one goal, four points, one goal, five points. In the final, I touched the ball twice, got taken off after 40 minutes. And that was the case. I was looking for that perfect game. And like the eagle in the story, I lost all my unique qualities, what I added to that team by looking for that perfection. The key to that story is that trying to be perfect or seeking that perfectionism was really holding me back. It was counterproductive. I was beating myself up as a result. And only by visualizing myself speaking to my younger self could I see this. So my second call to action today is write a letter to your seven-year-old self, giving them advice going forward and see what comes up. It's one of the most powerful things I've ever done. So I'd suggest giving yourself 15, 20 minutes, small bit of music, do not disturb on your phone. Write that letter. What advice would you give to your seven-year-old self going forward? And in that letter, if there's something that's very important for that seven-year-old child to do, and they're a bit afraid or there's a chance they might fail, what advice will you give to them now? Highlight that one area. So write that letter on one area that there is a chance to fail, but they really want to do it. What advice would you give to your seven-year-old self? The second concept I'd like to discuss today is that of acceptance. I mentioned in a previous episode of the podcast that personal development is all well and good once it's based on a solid foundation of personal acceptance. The foundation is accept all of who you are. So I'm going to ask you a question. Do you love and accept all of who you are, every part of you? Like in the story, the hawk's uneven beak and long talons are the reason for it being a deadly predator. And its uneven wings help it to fly faster and help to be a deadly predator. So do you accept all of who you are? Because this relentless pursuit of perfection for possessions or in relationships, your other half, or in achievements, just leads to stress, anxiety, worry, low moods, hasty judgment, this constant comparison of wanting more. Think about your loved one's imperfections. What do you like about them? That scene in Goodwill Hunting when he's talking about his wife who had passed because of cancer, he said that all of her imperfections are the things he missed the most. Robin Williams, he explains it really, really well, like how she farted in her sleep and woke herself up. They're the things that make you unique. But a lot of people are, no, I want to be ordinary. I want to have bigger lips or no wrinkles in my face or I want to have perfectly symmetrical ears and nose. And because they're not perfect, they end up rejecting those parts of who they are. And that's just a few physical traits I mentioned. I didn't mention some of the mental or emotional or spiritual traits that people also reject. And by rejecting parts of who you are, it's ultimately going to lead to one thing disapproval of yourself 
insecurity, lack of confidence of being who you're meant to be or being your true self. Acceptance of imperfection is crucial for the success. Just think of a child learning to walk or stand for the first time. They fail and they fail over and over again. They keep on falling over. And every time they try and stand, that's actually leading to their success. Just think about it. It's a squat. They're strengthening their legs. So the more they fail, the stronger they get. So failure is a prerequisite for success. And this is something I've had to work on a lot because when I fail, I used to think, oh, if I fail, it's the opposite to success. So I've brought some mantras into my life and I'm going to encourage you to do it as well. And a few mantras I have, and I'll share them with you are, for example, if I make a mistake, I'll say to myself, I love mistakes. The more I make, the smarter I get. Or a quote I like to live my life by is, the only mistake I'll ever make is the one I don't learn from. My third call to action is what mantra can you use to help accept all of who you are, accept failure, or accept mistakes, something that might be holding you back? What mantra can you use that inspires you to fully accept who you are? The third concept I'd like to discuss today is that one of appreciation versus expectations. There is a Japanese philosophy for a perfectly imperfect life called Wabi Sabi, W-A-B-I-S-A-B-I. And its basic principle is imperfection. And it encourages us to focus on the blessings hiding in our daily lives and to celebrate the way things are rather than how they should be. So appreciate over expectations. Should, must and have are all expectations. When I started this podcast, I was very fresh, very raw to the game. And I knew I'd want to have a really, really good podcast straight away. But I knew that I'd add a lot of pressure and a lot of stress, a lot of expectations on myself. So I decided to focus on each episode being 1% better than the last. That was it. So to start off 1% better, get my message across. And as a result... I appreciated what I was able to do instead of expecting and constantly comparing myself. Even though I want to get 1% better, growth is important, but I appreciated what I had instead of putting a lot of stress, a lot of strain, a lot of expectations on my shoulders. A funny story, about two or three years ago, we had a really, really important match and there was a guy on my team and he was stressed out. He was psyching himself up very, very serious. And I knew this was going to be detrimental to his game because I knew the type of player he was. And I was like, here, it's only another game. And he tore the head off me. His expectations were so high. He was like, this is a semi-final championship. I need to be fired up. I need to be switched on. I need to be uh, in the zone. And I knew by this guy, he was young, that he actually needed to be relaxed. Kind of in that creative, flowy zone. Yeah, a bit switched on, but not heightened up to the max. And as a result, he probably went out and he let himself down based on what he had been doing previous to that. And that was all based on his expectations of how he should be going into a game. I need to be focused. I need to be switched on. I need to be, whoa, whoa, like going into a rock concert. And I was going in all wavy and I had an excellent game because I knew it was an important game. But my expectations weren't high. I just appreciate I got to play in a championship semi-final. I was going to enjoy a game of football. Something I trained hard for. I'd worked well for. So the big difference is appreciate instead of expect. Don't should on yourself. So your last call to action is look at one area in your life you're looking to improve. 
I want you to write five statements down in that area. For example, if you're trying to improve your nutrition, it might be, I want you to write five statements with the word must, should or have. So it could be, for example, I have to prepare my meals for tomorrow. I should drink two liters of water. I must eat more protein in my meals, whatever it is. I want you to write five statements on one side of a page. And then I want you to write them same statements But I want you to change the word must, should or have with the word choose. So for example is I must prepare my meals for the week. I want you to say I choose to prepare my meals for the week. For example, if you want to say I have to drink three liters of water a day, I want you to say I choose to drink three liters of water a day. That change in your vocabulary will have a massive impact on you fulfilling your goals in your health and your happiness you'll go from an expectation state to an appreciation state and you'll stop shutting on yourself give it a try you don't even have to write it down just start changing that word in your head replace must should or have with choose so before i summarize the three main points of today's podcast please share leave a review on itunes but share this with someone you feel it's going to help because today's society is very comparative we're looking at others and wishing what we had what they had instead of approving and accepting of what we have and if you look up any of johan harry's stuff lost connections the strongest and most important relationship you have in your life is the one with yourself and if that's solid the rest of your relationships will blossom as a result. So please share this with someone you feel it will help because it's one of the biggest things that helped me in my life and I would love if I could help someone else in that same way. To summarize the main points in today's podcast, remember the story about the injured hawk and what insight you got from it. The first point, what advice would you give to your seven-year-old self? Two, Can you love and accept all of who you are? What mantra can help reinforce this? And point number three, stop shooting on yourself. Replace should, must and have with choose. Thank you folks. Have a great week.